You're listening to the Bougie Black Brother Network. Good evening and welcome to Car Wax. I'm Michael Yell, Bougie Black Brother, and you're listening to a little of Nicolay from his 2007 The Dutch Masters Volume 1 Instrumentals, and this is the Come Close Remix. And I have my co host with me, Sean. Wardy, Wardy, son. Shield, today we have uh, something that I'm enjoying a lot. Uh, we got two artists. Uh, one is Fonte and the other is Prime. Um, and I'm excited by these two because, as y'all know, and Sean knows, I'm a beats man, and we got two of my favorite actual producers um, for these two um, people that's coming out. So I, I was looking forward to actually doing these because I've been playing them back and forth. And then going back to some old shit just to see where they actually progress to. So pretty excited of listening to them and listening to their old stuff. But um, I would like to uh, start with Fonte um, because that was one that I was kind of surprised at because I've heard him and with Foreign Exchange and then I heard him on a couple of other cuts um, but like Sean mentioned previously, he was with a group called what, Little Brother. Yeah. But Little I never Brothers. heard that. Uh, I just heard him when he moved from them and he was actually created a, a, a group with um, the Dutch producer Nicolet, um, which uh, this guy's just fantastic um, with the way he lays down a lot of his uh, beats and all. So, Sean, if you... Uh, Give me your background with the the little brother, or um, what you know more so with them. Well, oh, with little brothers. Well, yeah. little brothers always been a, a, a underground kind of hip hop group. You know, they were kind of uh, how can I say? They definitely had no mainstream media about them. Mm-hmm. You know, right. it was kind of just like if you if you follow and happen to know them or you happen to go one of their shows or they open it up for one of your your favorite artists and they happen to be there that's kind of how you trip up upon them they not really uh i don't know i i guess i guess the promotion for little brothers wasn't wasn't as big as it could have been i would say mm-hmm. so um but they they're pretty good man lyrically they're lyrically sound artists you know so Okay. Um, that's what kind of turned me on to them. You know, their beats were average then, right. you know, but, uh, you know, they were cool, man. They made a couple of catchy things, you know, but, uh, you know, for the most part, I, I didn't really get too deep into Little Brothers. Okay. But what about, you know, Fonte, though? Now, this actually surprised me. Okay. Um, I don't know what, I don't know how I ended up tripping up on this, man. I was, uh, it's been kind of a dry early, early of the year. You know, a lot of big <laughs> artists aren't really coming out like that. So, right. you know, and I'm, I'm kind of just waiting for some real good stuff. So a lot of young artists been coming up. So, you know, this was me kind of searching for some good stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, when I listened to it, I, I initially listened to the album backwards. 
Whoa. You know, okay. and how that, how it plays out backwards is he's he's uh, harmonizing mm-hmm. more on the back end. You know, sounding like Dwell A on the back end. So yeah, yeah very good, good call out, good call out. Because so I, I, I kind of picked that up too. Go ahead. Yeah, so I was initially like, oh wow, this this is this is an interesting artist. You know, the way he's playing on on these you know Detroit beats. You know, with his Detroit sound. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then when it got so, I'm I'm playing. The, I'm sorry, I'm kind of getting into the album because this no, that's cool. this is my first time kind of hearing him by himself. Right. So, you know, I'm playing the album and it's playing backwards and I'm not really noticing. And I'm just like, oh, wow, this is a nice little artist. So it kind of softens you into his lyrics, you know, when you play it backwards. OK. You know what I'm saying? And then and then when I when I was looking at because what happened is I put it on and I just played it and I wasn't even looking at the titles or anything. So I, I was like, wow, that was a good album. And then I looked at it and I was like, oh, snap, I just played this backwards. So I had to get another copy. So what happened, I just got the wrong copy. I had to get another copy that played it right. Okay. You know, and then when I when I played it, and I was just like, oh. So it gave me a whole different aspect of the album initially when I listened to it back to front. When I listened to it back to front, it really sounded great. Right. You know what I'm saying? But then front to back, it gave a different message. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it really, it really, you know, when I first heard it front to back, it was like, okay, he's spitting. And then I heard it again, and I'm just like, holy shit, he's actually saying some things in here. Gotcha. You know, gotcha. To, to a, you know, like, he's not really giving you he's giving you detroit bars you know what i'm saying you know that, that jay dillafield but he's giving you a message you know what i'm saying like with the with the with the food thing and his family mm-hmm. you know that that really touched me how he was able to kind of freely express it with confidence right right you know, so I heard I heard that second time around. I was feeling his delivery and, you know, how he was doing it the first time around. You know, and then when it got down to the uh, when it got down to the second half of the album, I guess I appreciated it less when I heard it front to back. <laughs> All right. You know what I'm saying? Right. It, because it was kind of like. I understood the theme of the album. The whole theme was, you know, a whole homage to Jay Diller. It had to be. You know what I'm saying? There was no way around it, you know? Not really. But go ahead. You, um, you got you to gotta let me know about that. Well, well, when you listen to the beats, it's, it's, that speaks for itself. All of those are, are Jay. Well, they're not Jay Diller beats, but they're replications of Jay Diller beats. Okay. I'm going to have to school you on that, though. Go ahead. Okay. But, um, you, you know, so for the most part, I was like, all right, when I heard him on the end initially, it was like, okay, this is nice. But then after I heard his bars, it was kind of like, ah, not really a need for that. When you could have just spit the whole album. Right. You know what I'm saying? But um, but I still, but if I wouldn't have to listen to it back to front, then I would have definitely had a, a whole different aspect on this album. I'll okay. just say it like that. Okay. You know, I would have appreciated it less. I appreciated it more because I heard him harmonizing first. And him, you know, you know, doing the Detroit feel. This whole album just gave me the whole uh uh Elzai. He sounded like Elzai on a lot of this. 
Okay. You know what I'm saying? And then and then he gave you a little bit of Jay Dilla too. You know, giving you know flow wise, flow wise. So I I definitely heard a lot of that coming in here. That was that was just my aspect. Okay, that's that's interesting because I'm not sure if I heard that Detroit feel, but um, okay, that's different. I, I didn't expect to hear that, but um, so Fonte, I heard him and Nicolay. Um, Way back in 2004 or 7 um, Because this is a Dutch guy He's a producer So he's he's from the Netherlands Nicolay okay. from the Netherlands So he hooked up with OK Playo With Fonte and a couple of the, the little brothers So they, they combined and made a group called Foreign Exchange So he broke away from Little Brothers and him and Nicolay started doing music together. So right. Nicolay okay. has has a almost European hip hop sound. So he was different when he came out with it. If you listen to his old sound, you can pick up the same thing that he's doing now, but he's mm. just he 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 upgraded a little bit. So okay. um so I loved a lot of his. I really wasn't into the guys that was spitting on there. Fonte was good because, like you said, he was harmonizing, but he was in that era kind of battle rapping. So this one had messages, mm. which was really interesting because, you know, when I kind of read into it, he he's like 40 years old. So he's talking about what he's doing as an older guy now. Right. It's not about battling anymore. So... I just found that when Nicolay put his beats behind there, it, it just gave like a like such a smooth rhythm. And I'm biased because Nicolay just been somebody I've been following anyway because he has the one of his major albums um, afterwards. Because with Foreign Exchange, he did some instrumental um, albums, and then he turned around and did another Foreign Exchange. And then he was going back and forth, but he has a, a a couple of instrumental albums on his own, and he did a couple of remix. He did a remix for Common, um, one of his cuts and everything. So okay, yeah. So he he's a really unique kind of guy, and I just didn't pick up with the uniqueness of um, JD, like you said. But it, it does have that uh, soulful sound. You know, okay. and I think that's where I, I think I can agree with you when it comes to that Detroit, because that that Detroit sound is real soulful kind of music, and then uh, going from there. Right, right. But um, I I, I agree that um that that could have been where Jay Dilla got his sound from. It could be, or they was just on some level that you know when he was he was doing his. I, I don't think. I don't think Dilla actually heard anything with his. I think they was okay. on different continents with a whole vibe, and they was going a different direction because he he his is a little more cleaner. Where your boy Dilla was, he has a lot of raw type beats, but right. really really good because I, I, that's how I enjoyed a lot what he did. So yeah, but I just find that interesting. But um. So in the foreign exchange album, there's there's some singing in there, um, right? And then there's a, a couple of them that when you when you check them out, you'll see that oh this is 
what is this is this rap or is this what is it so it's a combination of like r&b and and everything else but i'm i heard the connected album and which was the first album that was 2004 and there's a couple of if you go back and you hear that you'd be like okay that's similar but you know the rapping was like mediocre and, and you okay. can tell you can tell of uh, the progression with that but it was pretty mediocre the the singing ones the r&b ones was i thought was really good because that's what i picked up on i didn't pick up on the rap stuff i picked up more so mm. on the the r&b stuff and then when i then he released nicolay released a full um album and it was like a double he said here's here's my remixes and here's all my instrumentals and all I did was listen to all the instrumentals because instrumentals, he was so right. fucking awesome on there. And, okay. and that was the the Dutch Master. So if you look up Nicolay Dutch Master, you'll see that. And on the back end of that, it's like maybe eleven instrumental cuts, and then they even put the um, the common joint on there with um, I think it's. it's somebody singing in the background, but it just, it just loses me. But back to the. You know, I don't want to lose that because, but Fonte, I, I liked his, how would you say, his maturity in what he's rapping about. Right. So I think that stood out for me too. I mean, the, I think everybody's talking about it every because I'm when, even when I looked at reviews was the expensive jeans. This dude talk about high blood pressure. He's talking about right. yo, my jeans is fucked up. You know what I mean? But on the surface, people who are not really listening to what he's saying, you think he's talking about blue jeans. Right, right, he's right. He's talking about <laughs> DNA jeans. And I was like, how fucking cold was that? And then with Nicolay playing that, that's a little different than a lot of the other cuts. So he used a whole different sound with some of the cuts on there that I'm, I was like, damn, he is progression. He's kind of using some different kind of sounds within that. And... Um, Pastor Tilligo and um, Sweet You. Um, he, it's a lot of fucking good cuts on there when you're listening to it, to what you're saying. Yeah. You, you kind of like, wow, okay. Oh, I, I'm feeling that. And on the back end, there's, there's a couple of the harmonizing that he, he kind of went into on the back end, too. Yeah, man. I, I, I really honestly enjoyed the whole album. You know, mm-hmm. as a whole, I was I was highly impressed and disappointed that he didn't have more material out there for me to have. You know, there there is a there is a a tape that he did. That was pretty good. It was like a mixtape, actually. Right. But he he did the tape and um, probably did that what two years ago, maybe. Okay. And um, it, it basically gave the same feel, but it was a. It was I can't even remember. Oh yeah, it's Tigalero with with Eric Roberson. Oh okay, okay. He did he did ten tracks with Eric Roberson called Tigalero, and uh, that was really smooth. No, and but that that's it. That's that's all the material that I heard by himself. Now to your point, you know, because you put me on game. Uh, I I never got into though that that group. The foreign exchange. Never got into them. Never yeah. heard of them until yeah. until I've I heard of him and you started speaking on them. Right, right. No, but that's that's worthwhile listening to. 
And then you can see his progression too. And that's what okay. I enjoyed. Because I was like, who the fuck is this? And then I was like, foreign exchange, god damn it. That's where I heard his voice from. And then mm. when I went and I was like, oh, that's my man right there. And then when mm. I went there and I heard the mediocre other niggas that was on there, I was kind of like, oh, that's why he left them alone. Why well, he left. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so he went there. Yeah. But then when you hear the, the production, you know that foreign exchange always going to have Nicolay on there. You know, again, he moved from the Netherlands to... North Carolina where that's where goddamn Fonte is right now so except for them actually doing beats together back and forth he decided to move to the states and, and, and just picked up from there so right. So on one note you can hear Nicolay production wise but if you want to hear a little more Fonte and him um, bringing in other people besides what he doing it, it's the foreign exchange which is like it's 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 good. It's nothing to be like, oh, this is what you slept on. And I don't think you slept on it. It's it's, it's a good option um, to kind of like check out and everything. But um, I'm just a fan of Nicolay because his 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 sound and his production is almost not quite mainstream, but really really good. He got some really good stuff. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm going to have to really do my research on him then see uh see what Nicolay talking about. Yeah. Yeah, just just google that and you're going to see them both actually together and he he's trying to um Fonte is trying to see if he he'll do another uh, album with the little brothers, but um right now his producer is Nicolay, so you're going to hear that kind of sound with what he does. But I, I just okay. like his maturity and his rapping right now. As opposed to what you heard before, so I, I, I'm just really enjoying that. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, okay. So overall, what you give it then? So I, I give it a good eight. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not gonna over. <laughs> I'm not gonna overdo it. I, I give it a good eight because I liked him because I heard him before. But I'm all into the production. But I don't think it's like one of those is like I'm going to scream from the top of the ceiling saying, yo, y'all got to hear this. This is just a really good album. It's a nice flow. It can be in your rotation, but not really one of your major rotations. So like what you said earlier, I'm, we're waiting for some major people to come out with some productions. You know what I'm saying? And this will fall off easily. Um, but if you come through and start listening to some stuff and say, oh, Oh yeah, man, Fonte, let me hear that one more time. It's one of those. It's not one of them you'll you'll pull back and listen to again consistently. It's one of them that you will run into. So that's why I, I left it at a good eight, a solid eight. Okay, I um, I really enjoyed the album. You know, I think the album was uh was very well put together. He didn't overdo it. You know, um, there was enough substance in there for to hold you, sustain you. Uh, <clears throat> it was definitely a, I wouldn't call it a debut album because you know he's been he's been doing this for a minute. Um, but this is a good reintroduction for him. Oh no doubt. No so doubt. you know, I definitely give it about a. Uh, I give it an eight two. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I mm -hmm. give it an eight two. You know because. Um, I just feel like I feel like it could have been more product out. You know what I'm saying? I feel like this this could have been uh, 
this this was kind of just part of his collection. He, I think he was just like, you know, let me put this out because people's been asking where I've been. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it was good, really, really good. Could have been, could he have put more hits on it? I don't know. I thought this was just a really good hit. I, actually, I give it an eight five, man, because I thought wow. it was just okay. really good. I thought it was really good, and I don't, I don't feel like. He was doing it to impress. I feel like he was just doing it to say, hey, whew, I got it off my back. No, you know what I'm or saying? Or this is what I do. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so he wasn't flexing on muscles. It was mm-hmm. just like, hey, man, you know, this has been going on, and, I, and I'm putting it on the paper. You know, hopefully you guys enjoy it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Talking about his old lady and everything. Yep. And I, I, yep. I enjoyed it, dog. I, I really enjoyed it. So he, he gets a solid A5, man. Okay. He gets a solid A5. See, that's cool. See, this is this is another thing that I like because you give me a perspective when you say, hey, look, I've been following this guy. And when he came out with this, yeah, he, he's done better. Um, right. And he should be doing a lot more. So I'm going to give it this. I've been following him. So this is some stuff that I, I, I happen to run back into because what they've been coming out with has been okay. You know, he's got a 2017 that I totally miss for an exchange. I totally right. miss that because who it's nothing that jumps out at you. They have a certain style, um, sound together. That's cool, but it's not ma- You won't see them with the major people. So when this came out, I enjoyed it. Because it was a lot more rap than a mixture of R&B and rap like foreign exchanges. Okay. So I was like, cool and good effort. I, I like it. And I like hearing him outside yeah. of hearing those other jerks. I, I, yeah, I, I don't mean good to call effort. them jerks, man. I'm I, sorry. I think you said it right. You that. hit it right on the nail. That, yeah. it, this was good effort. Right? It wasn't like it wasn't like I know I can rap, so I'm going to just put some slick stuff out. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was like. I work on my craft. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. And right. in between the time, these are the issues that I'm going through. Yeah. In life. You know? Right. And he didn't do it like, I got to tell you this because people right. are talking about their life. He was kind of like spitting like, this is my day-to-day shit. This is what mm-hmm. I go through. Me and my like lady. Like a journal, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and he just he just put it, he just put it down. Put it that way. So mm-hmm. any of them kind of stood out for you though? Um, Cut-wise? Oh, yeah. Most definitely, man. I My... My three favorite, um, of course, Pastor Tigolo and, of course, Expensive yep. Jeans. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, Change of Minds. I thought yeah, Change that was of good. Minds was pretty good. That was good. Uh, reminded me of Sampha. Uh, okay. That was one of the ones that was okay. kind of like, oh, I didn't know you could take it there. You know what I'm saying? And uh, Euphorium. Those, those two on the singing tip. You know what I'm saying? Those two were really like, oh wow, he has a range. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But but not as an R&B artist, but as a as a, or as an MC. Mm-hmm. I can I can honestly qualify him as an MC. So you know, I, I like the sweeter than you, no sweet you rather. Yeah, you know what can be sweeter than mm-hmm. you? And then he yeah, then he right. goes with the rapping and everything. But I, I liked how that just came in, and then the production just rolled in. I was like, "Oh, okay, I'm, I'm good with mm-hmm. that." So I thought that was uniqueness too, and 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 I have to agree with you with the change of mind. And yeah, I, change I just, of mind was nice. I, I just liked how that flowed. That flowed really well too. And the, and and again, they work together enough that you can see that 
whatever he laid down for him, he was able to ride it all the way through. Yeah. Yeah. It was no struggle because he was like, this is my man. This is what we do together. Yeah. That that's uh, that's and and Little Brothers is actually uh, Ninth Wonder was the producer of Little Brothers. Oh, Ninth Wonder, right? Okay, yeah. So again, so Ninth Wonder has been in South Carolina or in Carolina for a minute. Right, right. You know, just period. North Carolina and South Carolina, just call them both. Say the Carolinas. uh, Right. So you know, uh, I guess before Jamla was Jamla Records. You know, Little Brothers was. It was Little Brothers with with Knife Wonder. Okay. okay. So, and then, you know, he found Rhapsody out of Carolina, too. Yep, yep, yep. That's so, cool. Yeah. yeah. So, he got his he got his fingerprints on here. Just just know that Knife Wonder definitely has his fingerprints on Sanfa and the Little Brothers and anything that's coming out of North Carolina. Okay. So, that was cool. So, I, I again, you know, I enjoyed it. I'm not going to give it a whole lot of credit because I've just heard a lot better. But I love the effort in this. I love his separation of saying, I don't need to have these other guys supporting me because he only had, what, uh, maybe two um, features on it, extra mm-hmm. features. But he only had 10 cuts, too. So if you're going to fill up with features, then what the fuck are you doing with only 10 cuts? But um, I think it flowed right. really well. I think and it then did. I, and then I think uh, people wanted him. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Uh, yeah, I think people were looking for him. So when you say features, I, I again, I, I don't think this was. He didn't care about no features. No. You know, this was like, <laughs> yeah, man, let me let me drop some music that I want to drop. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So it, it definitely gave me an, a refreshing underground sound. You know, there was a effortless flow. You mm-hmm. know, effortless flow with potent content. You know, yep. I, I really enjoyed the content, dog. And it was just a great body of work, man. Yeah. You know, I totally agree with you. Totally agree with you. But I just won't rate it as high. I mean, and, and your rating is how you feel about it. I, I, I can't tell people to say, no, you have to rate it this way. It's it's how you feel about it. But I think we agree that it's it's a good effort and it, it, it flowed really, really well with some great content. So, yeah, I, I just as, enjoy as far it as, a, as, as the underground rap category. It's high, very high up there. Uh, yep. Yeah, I can you know say what I'm that. Saying? I can say that. Yeah. So you know, I, I you, you, if you, if you're comparing him to uh, Chains and Cole and Kanye <laughs> don't do or it. anybody that like don't that, do it. That no. that's not you know. You you'll be like, man, this is cool, but yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. You're definitely gonna have a butt after that. But yeah. Yeah. you know, but again, this is not that type of music. You know what I'm saying? So. In the in the underground category, I'm definitely writing this a nine. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So um, I'm, I'll come close to a nine. <laughs> I'm not gonna give it a nine, but I'll give it at least um, a, a point five or seven five. I, I'm gonna have right. it high up there. I, I just I'm not so freely with my nines. You know, it should mm-hmm. you overwhelm me like oh my god. I was out of breath listening to this shit because it was just kept coming at me and coming at me. And, you know, when we get with Cole, because the content of Cole just really fucking got me. But we'll wait on that one because I just got (laughs) to hear it two more times. (laughs) But anyway, nah. so, you know, so good effort. Good effort all the way around. Really enjoyed it. Join us next time for our second half review of Prime. New release Prime 2 on the Bougie Black Brothers.